You're listening to Equipped, the podcast that turns gaming concepts into life lessons. I'm your host, Isa Gonzalez, and each week, I'll show you different ways you can clear quests, fight boss battles, and level up, not only in-game, but also in real life. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. Thanks for deciding to spend some time with me today. I'm really excited for this episode because I'm finally going to talk about the game that I love the most and the game that's so dear to my heart, Minecraft. (laughs) Like, whenever my friends would joke that I should try streaming or something, I would always say I'd most likely play Minecraft. And I'm actually surprised that I haven't talked about Minecraft in depth yet, but that's what we're going to do today. And whether you've played Minecraft or not, whether you enjoy it or not, I do hope that you can stick till the end of the show because I promise you it will come full circle. Like, there's a reason why I want to talk about Minecraft today, besides just, you know, I love it really much. And so let's get into it. I remember my first time playing Minecraft and I was playing with my college friends and they added me to their server and shout out to Costco people. If any of you guys are listening to this, thank you for being a part of my Minecraft journey. Um, And so the first time that I ever played Minecraft with these people, I remember they were all making their houses already. Like actually there were some houses that were already built and i was like wow there's so many there's so many buildings like what's going on and i also remember like a few minutes after i joined there was like pillagers that arrived and it was essentially like a raid and i was just like what is happening and they were fighting them and because i didn't want to die i just trapped myself in the cobblestone house that i was trying to build and anyway so i saw all my friends building their houses i tried to make um, a house it was definitely a cube and it was only made out of cobblestone i eventually realized that i didn't like cobblestone and I didn't like the the cube that I built. It felt really plain and boring. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to move. I'm going to find uh, another location that's still near everyone else. And for whatever reason, I decided to make it an underground house. And again, this is my first time playing Minecraft. And I was I had no idea what I was doing. I thought it would be cool to build something underground but I didn't realize right away I don't know why but I didn't realize that it would mean I would have to dig up a lot of dirt and a lot of cobblestone make a huge space and then replace everything that I you know I dug up with the block that I wanted to use for my house I didn't realize that that would take so much time and I eventually didn't push through with that um I think I just like made a big hole and then that was it. And then another thing that I wanted to try to build in my head, this looks so nice. Like I was like really excited to see how I could pull it off. But what I wanted to do was above that underground house that I failed to make, I wanted to have like a tree that had stairs that went around the the trunk. And then I wanted that tree 
to be inside a glass box. Like I wanted it to be modern, but I also wanted to have like a hint of nature and that's what the tree was for. And I remember like I planted a tree, I I waited for it to grow. And then once it grew, like I I tried to make a lot of glass. And for those who don't know how to play Minecraft, um to make glass, you just need a bunch of sand and you have to like cook it. And so that's what I did. A funny story there is I planted a tree, right? One of my friends actually didn't know that it was quote unquote mine and he like chopped it up. And then I went back and I was like, "Where's my tree?" <laughs> oh, I really wish that they were here, but yeah, um I had to replant that tree, I think. Or actually I don't remember, but I remember that I still tried to put a glass box around it. Actually, my friends were already asking me like, "What are you doing? What are you trying to build?" And I was like, "Oh, it's just a tree inside a glass box." So when I had the tree inside the glass box, I like stepped away, like I went far away so that I could look at it, and I was like, "What did I do? It looks so freaking ugly. Like, why did I think that this would be a good idea?" And I eventually left that. But anyway, those were my first encounters with like trying to build something in Minecraft. And so after that whole tree failure, I was like, okay, I want to be serious. I want to put more effort into the house that I want to build. And so that's when I started to look up some like cool Minecraft house designs. I spent a lot of time on Google and YouTube just trying to see what people were building and that's when I realized like, wow, you can actually build a lot in this game. And I think that's what excited me the most at least when I was first starting out with Minecraft is it's really a creative game. There's just so much that you can do with it even though it looks so simple and it looks so plain like everything's in block form. There's a lot that you could do with it. And at the time I was still in college and in hindsight it's like I had a lot of time for acads and orgs but I didn't necessarily have a creative outlet yet and I guess that's what Minecraft was for me. Anyway, going back to the house that I wanted to build, I realized that I like modern house designs. Like I like white and black with a hint of wood and grass so that it feels a bit more environmental but the majority of the build would be modern and that's what i wanted to do so i already had like a tutorial that i wanted to take inspiration from the only problem was i wanted a house that was black and white and again it's not an easy thing to look for it's not an easy thing to find in minecraft because you would have to mix a lot of resources together first and so i had to learn you know what kind of blocks i wanted to use and i eventually found concrete Concrete was like one of the cheapest resources that was available or at least that was something that I could use because the other white block would be um nether quartz and that's like you had to go to a different dimension to get that but anyway here's what I did I searched how to make concrete in Minecraft and so it's sand gravel and a dye like the color of the concrete that you want and so I got all the resources it It's actually quite expensive because I think it's four sand, four gravel, and then one dye. And then once you combine all of those, you get one concrete powder block. It's just one block, and that's not even the actual concrete yet because in Minecraft, in order for it to become actual concrete, you have to mix it with water or at least you have to get the block to touch water. And I was like, "Okay, well, I guess I have to do this. Like I have to, I want concrete, so I'm going to make concrete." 
And so when I had a lot of concrete powder, and again, this is from hundreds of sand, gravel, and dye combined. Once I had the powder, what I did was um, I would lay all the blocks in the shape of the house that I wanted. So it was still concrete powder. I started with the floor and one fourth of the walls that I wanted. And once I had that, I took a water bucket and I placed the water on the floor. And in Minecraft, when you place water on the floor, it's just going to spread out. And so since it was spreading out, it was touching all the concrete powder blocks and it became the concrete that I wanted. And so I was like, yeah, cool. I made concrete for the first time. And I was really happy because, again, it's my first time playing the game. Because I was new to the game, I didn't pay much attention to efficiency. And so I spent a good amount of time making concrete powder, putting it in whatever space that it has to be placed in, and then adding water to it, like using the water bucket. And that took me so much time. Throughout that process, my boyfriend saw me making the concrete. And he was like, hey, you know, there's a faster way you can make concrete, right? And he like showed me all these videos about semi-automated machines that you can quote unquote make in Minecraft that would sort of make the crafting process a lot faster for people. And I saw that I was like, oh, I'm too, I'm too lazy to make that contraption. Um, cause it was like, you would have to, I don't know. I don't know why, but I was just really lazy and I didn't want to do it. And that's why I spent so much time making concrete manually. And so in the second server, the first server died. People just stopped playing for whatever reason. And then after a couple of months, they brought it back with a new server. And in the second server, I was like, okay, I'm going to make a modern house again. And again, I still needed concrete. And I was still doing my usual thing. I was making concrete powder first. Halfway through building my second house, I was like, okay, I'm tired. How do you make this contraption? And so I watched one of the videos on YouTube and I was like, okay, let's make this. And I made it and I was like, wow, I am so dumb. <laughs> why didn't I do this sooner? It was so fast for me to make concrete. And I got to finish that house, I think. Um, it was a lot faster. And I was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't listen to you or I didn't make that contraption earlier. And the reason why this concrete making process really stuck to me is because I noticed a similar pattern in myself wherein, again, I would play all these games with my boyfriend mostly. Like he would be so efficient and... I would just, you know, take my time and, you know, gather things as I normally would, or at least I would gather them in a way that I thought I should be gathering them. And every time that he would suggest something to me or like give a tip to making things a bit more efficient, I would just brush them off and not listen. And I noticed this pattern. There would always be something that I would do that's essentially me making things harder for myself. And whenever someone would try to correct me, aka my boyfriend, I would really just ignore it and I won't listen. And during those moments, I, I didn't really realize that I was doing anything wrong because again, I was just playing the game the way I wanted to play. 
But then in hindsight, I realized there was a reason why I kept rejecting or ignoring whatever suggestion it is that was given to me. And if you guys remember from episode one, I mentioned that I I tend to have this fear or anxiety of like being the player that everyone else has to take care of or rescue or help out. If you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, feel free to head on over there. It's the very first episode of the podcast. And anyway, going back, one of the main reasons why I would reject any suggestion or tip that was given to me early on is because I wanted to feel like I could do anything and everything on my own. And because I wanted to feel that way, I didn't listen. To me, that was me trying to feed my own ego Well, that ego was sort of created because, again, I had that fear. So now that mindset has definitely changed right now. I really try to be more aware of how other people play. I think I spend a lot more time, you know, looking into strategies and tips and tricks. It's not really my first action. Like, it's not the first thing that I try to do. But it's definitely something that I try to do more often now to sort of be more smart with how I play. And also, I'm just more receptive and open to accepting suggestions from my boyfriend. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I don't know. The reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because a part of me also knows that that's how I like to do things in real life. I like to think of myself as an independent person. Yes, that's probably because of my upbringing, and I'm not going to go into that, but it does bring me to what I want to talk about next, and it's the concept of working hard versus working smart and how our ego is involved in this entire process. With Minecraft, I wanted to make my own house on my own. And because I was really fixated on doing things on my own, whatever help I would get, I would just not accept it. And honestly, there were a lot of instances in my life, especially in college, where I just made things harder for myself. And I think that's also rooted in the fact that I grew up thinking that hard work meant that you had to put in all your effort and use up all your time. I wanted to feel productive, but the only way that I knew how to feel productive is to use up all my time. And that sort of robbed me of the possibility of being efficient. I didn't really quite understand that you can still be productive. You can still do everything that you have to do without having to use up your entire day. That's what I didn't know. And it was like the cycle. Because I wanted to feel productive, I... I became productive in the only way that I knew how to be productive. And that meant spending a lot more time on things that I had to do. And whenever I would look at the number of hours that I would use up, I would feel proud of myself. And it sort of, again, it fed my ego. I felt good about it. But what I didn't realize, it was actually detrimental. And there was this point where I felt burned out and it was horrible. And I still couldn't grasp the idea of working hard versus working smart until I had to like go through that cycle multiple times and experience burnout a couple of more times. And after two years, I think it's been two years since I graduated, I definitely have shifted to a more working smart 
kind of mindset. And I don't know, I really wish this was something that I learned earlier on. And what sucks about it is the way our school systems are built really go against it. Like they tell us, hey, study for this exam so that you can get good grades, get good grades so that you can get into a good school, go into a good school so that you can possibly live a better life. That's how we were taught. That's how we were raised. And it's really not helpful for when you actually get out of school. And again, I can still imagine that a lot of people still attach the feeling of being productive to being successful. And a lot of people still think that the only way to be productive is to put in more work than other people. And I think it's a good thing that people want to put in effort and work. And don't get me wrong, I still describe myself as a hardworking person. I, I still like to think that I am a hardworking person, that I care about the work that I do, and I want to make sure that, you know, I give it my best shot. But I guess what I learned the hard way is working hard doesn't mean you have to make things harder for yourself. And I think that's what society forgot to tell us <laughs> when it comes to the concept of hard work. That's really what they forgot to tell us. This is why I wanted to talk about it today because I do feel like there are still a lot of people out there that struggle with productivity. I knew that's how I was in the past and it was a lot harder when the pandemic first started because a lot of us were trapped at home. A lot of us couldn't do the usual things that we were used to doing. And because we didn't get that you know, feeling of productivity, um, it really made us rethink our choices and feel so bad about ourselves. And it's still important to note that you don't have to make things harder for yourself in order to get that satisfaction or that feeling that you've accomplished something. And I guess that's what I wanted to leave with you guys. I know that this is a lot to unpack. One, because it's about ego and how we actually look at productivity and how much importance we give to it. But again, I still think it's a conversation worth having. We do need to talk about this more. And again, this goes way into our systems, our society, and it is a lot to unpack, but I guess it's it's worth unpacking. <laughs> so before we head off, I want to ask you guys, looking back, what was one situation that you felt like you were making things harder for yourself? And before you answer that, I just want you to know this isn't a question that wants to invalidate anyone's experiences, but rather it's a question that wants to create an opportunity for self-reflection. Because think about it, um, you could either apply this to school or something like business. If in school, maybe there's a different learning method for you that actually helps you learn faster and retain concepts longer. And if you're in business right now, maybe there are other strategies that will make marketing and networking easier for you so that you can keep growing your business. And if you knew that these things existed, my question for you is, why wouldn't you want to take them and use them? Because I think it's important that we reevaluate our relationship with productivity and how much importance and value we actually attach to it. So yeah, that's what I want to leave you guys with this week. 
If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow the podcast so that you know when the next one is out. And if you have some time, please rate and review the show. All you have to do is click on the link in the description box and that will show you the different ways you can share your thoughts about the show. I'd really love to hear from you guys and it will really be a big help to the podcast. And of course, let's keep the conversations going. Check the podcast out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Equipped Podcast PH. You can also send an email to equippodcastph at gmail.com for your feedback, suggestions, or possible collaborations. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode. I hope you guys have a great holiday season ahead. Again, stay safe, stay healthy, but also stay equipped.